0: Welcome everybody to another athlete interview here at Gym Life Podcast. Uh, Today, I've got another member of the great American strong woman community we have. Uh, She placed seventh this year at OSG in the U64 class. Uh, This is Hannah Coldiron. How are you doing, Hannah?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. And thanks for joining me today. You know, you were one of those other strong women. There's so many of them out there. This new generation of strong women coming up through the United States that has this certain flamboyancy about them. You know, you guys own your characters, if you will. And and I always watch you on Instagram and your training and, You just strike me as another one of these very sort of outspoken strong woman characters that, you know, kind of lights it up through your alter ego a little bit. Am I accurate by saying that?
1: Um, I I don't know if the alter ego ever goes away, um, but I think people would argue that I could call it pull back on the dad jokes a little bit or, but other than that, it's going pretty well.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think you're doing great. Uh, You know, you play seventh this year at OSG. Uh, How did that invite come about for you?
1: Well, I did the online qualifier. Um, okay. So I just did the three video submission and then waited to hear back and was pleasantly surprised to get an invite.
0: Yeah. Well, I listened finishing seventh. That was a pretty big class, wasn't it? Um, How many girls yeah. were in the U60s, 64?
1: It was like there was 20 plus, I think. Yeah. Originally, there's supposed to be almost 30, but it, when weight cuts and everything went down, I think it was a little over 20 girls.
0: Yeah. I thought that was probably one of the more the biggest classes there. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, seventh is nothing to shake a stick at, Hannah. I mean, that's a great finish. You
1: know? My YOLO goal was to top 10 and yeah. or to get to the third day to be in the top 10. And to be able to place above that was, I mean, even better. So I was really excited.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. Wow. And it just sets the stage for you in 2022 moving forward. Um, we'll talk about that here in a little bit, too. But, you know, I want to get kind of, you know, like what we like to do on Gym Life is kind of talk about your origin story a little bit. You know, you kind of where you kind of started in your athletic life in school, kind of where it led to and brought you to where you're at now. Can you kind of share that with us?
1: Yeah. So I, growing up uh, kind of this, I was a silly nerdy fat girl. Like I didn't ever do any sports really Um, through high school. I was really proud of my Letterman jacket. I got in journalism um, because I was a yearbook editor, didn't do sports, never went into the weight room outside of taking team photos for yearbook. Um, But then I just got into CrossFit like, like when I was in college and just that took off. Like I was there every day, two times a day, as many times as I could a week. Um, did that for eight plus years. And then when I met my boyfriend, I was still doing CrossFit and he was really into Strongman and he was like, you would like it. I think you should try it and taught me a few movements. And I was like, oh, it's only a minute long and it's heavy and fun and awkward. That's the part I love about CrossFit. So yeah. yes, I'm yeah. going to do that instead. <laughs> um, when that like kind of brought me here, I've gotten way further in the sport than ever I would have in CrossFit
0: well it's it's well and we're glad to have you in strong woman now of course and it's nice to know that uh, the heavy lifting brought you here you know but the crossover is not uncommon you see that a lot that being a crossfitter and we've made this reference so many times like beating a drum but you're kind of ready made i mean you come right into strong woman i can only imagine the only difficulty for you was is just sort of figuring out some of the implements i'm i'm Mm sure your core and all these other aspects of your of your muscular physique were ready to play You just had to figure out the implements. And what was the most difficult part for you transitioning?
1: Um, If you would have saw my first log clean, you would have thought I would never have made it this far. (laughs) Straight reverse curl, ugly. I thought Jared was going to break up with me because it wasn't working out. Um, (laughs) But that was probably some of the, just the otter overhead implements were different. I was always used to using a Bella bar or like a female um, Olympic bar. So tiny, even smaller than a regular. So switching over to a standard 45 pound bar was actually a big deal too. Yeah. Imagine.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Some of us guys, sometimes we get lucky to find that Bella bar in the gym. We don't know we're using it and it messes up our whole day when we realize our bench press wasn't four Oh five. It was really 395. So for the
1: spot bar, when you get, when you get a little humbled, Oh, it's everything's heavy today. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, well, you know, so when you first got into strong woman, then, uh, you, you, that to make that transition, you know, you said you kind of got nudged in that direction a little bit. Um, what was your first show?
1: Um, I did Metroflex strongest, um, back October. I think it was 2020. Um, oh no, sorry. It was 2019. Um, Jared was like, well, we should try it. It, it was three days notice. I texted the promoter and was like, Hey, can I come in? Like, can I jump in uh, and did that show? I didn't win, or, of, of course, but uh, definitely lit the fire and I was really excited. Um, I was thinking I was the only girl that split jerked the log um <laughs> and, crossfit, and they were you. like yeah. what
0: <laughs> right it's pretty weird when you see it for the first time isn't it when you see some, yeah split jerk like that uh so you didn't win so you didn't have this all of a sudden this breakout moment in your first show but oh, you were not at all. you were absolutely yeah, I was
1: well i was it, like it was one of those i'm gonna come back and beat all those girls like you you and you i
0: you take names Well, you're you're in a pretty fun area out there in Oklahoma. I mean, there's a lot going on in Texas and Oklahoma and the Mm -hmm. strong man scene in general. I think uh, I made a mention on the show the other day that Texas has got more strong man competitions than anywhere in the the country. I can imagine Oklahoma and you being very close. That provides just a a plethora of opportunity for you to compete. Um, What was your next show after that? And when did you start kind of figuring things out a little bit?
1: Um, Well, the next show I did, I signed up for the Ronnie, which is known as like a pretty heavy show and an Arnold qualifier. And it was the first time I was going to do. Oh, sorry. No, it was a battle axe barbell. I did that one. I went as a 148 It was my first time ever, like cutting a few pounds to compete. And I thought that was kind of cool. And that one I ended up placing second in with a a, literally a video reviewed stone load over bar. They had to check it to make sure who placed.
0: (laughs) Wow, that's tight.
1: Um, I think me and this girl went at it and was like 17 something reps with a stone over bar in a minute. It was it was okay. gnarly. But um, that CrossFit conditioning kind of came back. And that was a happy show. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: That one was pretty gnarly um, and got second and then got a lot hungrier. I was like, oh, I could I mean, I can do this. This is fun. And then signed up for the Ronnie. Which is a heavier show oh gosh! Gotcha. Um, okay. oh, actually that's where i met like some of the girls i go against now and stuff too and um it was it was a, I learned a lot that show um it was a bigger weight cut for me um, but then i realized like i was like i i can do this i deserve to be here kind of deal um, yeah but that was really it. it was the the ronnie kind of um i zeroed my first event and that taught me to never zero not to try to ever zero event again and come in a little bit more prepared um, um, for any local show, but you mentioned Texas having a lot of opportunity, which it is great. I get to compete in Texas a lot, um, but I just talked to Strongman Corp- not that long ago, and I'm actually the new state chair for Oklahoma, so we're bringing okay. strongman back to Oklahoma in full force as much as we can. So um, we're friends with like the uh, There's a USS promoter that promotes in Oklahoma, and then m- me running some shows in Oklahoma now too. So yeah, I would think on. that the
0: athlete pool is pretty deep out there in Oklahoma. and You're certainly going to draw from Northern Texas as well. It mm-hmm. makes sense, right? Because you're sponsored by Depth Before Dishonor. Um,
1: Pretty much. <laughs> and they're
0: from Oklahoma, right, if I'm not mistaken?
1: Yeah, so my boyfriend, Jared, is actually the owner of Depth Before Dishonor. Oh, okay,
0: good, because uh, I'm looking for Depth Before Dishonor to give us some stuff to give away on the show. That's perfect. <laughs> this worked out great.
1: I know but, a guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: good. Okay, perfect.
1: Yeah, um, and... I just, we try, we try to rep in Oklahoma a lot. We have a lot of friends in Texas that rep us really well. Wow. Um, Texas is a huge fan base for us. So it's nice to be able to give back in both. Like Oklahoma. Yeah. You guys
0: have a great fan base everywhere. As a matter of fact, that's interesting to find out about you and Jared. Uh, Cause everybody loves your gear and it's just so unique in a, in a great way. And I bought enough of it over my days as well. And so, yeah, anyhow, that's awesome. And I think Oklahoma is going to, uh, yeah, I, I, you're, you're going to have any problem out there. Just take somebody to actually get the shows ready and get scheduled, that's for sure. Yeah. I, that's I tell true. you, then I, I might even fly out to that debt before the summer this year just to be a part of that because I know that was probably really, really cool.
1: Yeah. Um, so you, so you learn
0: your you, your school, you, you kind of get your, your, your knocks out of the way in these first couple of competitions and kind of zero in a little bit more on your competition and understand what you need to do now to perform at a higher level. When was that moment though, Hannah? I mean, when was that moment where you just said, okay, this shit's mine now, I own this?
1: Um, it was, I guess, right when I qualified for Worlds, I was like, oh, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. And there were these girls on that list that I was like, OK, I was afraid of. And I knew they were going to beat me. And then like I'm beating them and stuff. I'm seeing their stuff that they post on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, I, yeah. I did that for a Triple. And that's their PR. Like, oh, that's cool. Like, like I'm starting to get there and get a little right. stronger. Um, and then I did another show at BattleX, kind of like a tune-up show in between uh, Worlds, In my prep, just to kind of shake the rust off and and place first, which was which was a good like kind of um, I don't know ego boost I guess going into another show is going to get some pretty strong girls in Texas and still being able to place first in a bigger weight class. Like I just went up a class and oh wow okay in order to kind of keep the gears going, and that was like okay I can do this. Like if I can go up and go against girls that are bigger than me and still win. Um, I have a pretty good shot of going against girls that are my size.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'd say, right, you're setting yourself up for uh, some success like that. Was it difficult really kind of coming up, and how big were those women's classes? I mean, because sometimes you're kind of forced to move a class just because maybe the competition's not there, and it's like, well, what's the point, right? Did you run into that a lot your first couple shows, or were you kind of? Getting
1: combined, <laughs> yeah. Um, ton of combining. I think I think the battle act, actually the battle act show I did right before Worlds was the first time I didn't get combined with like a lighter white uh, weight class. Like I went in as a like a one sixty or something. I went in under like I just went in a bigger class and I, we went against the one eighties too. But that's kind of normal. But at least I wasn't like lumped in with the heavyweights. Right. So I've been put, I've been put with heavyweights almost every show leading up to that. Um, even the Ronnie, I went against a, a like a heavyweight pro yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. as a 140.
0: <laughs> yeah, you certainly learn you learn to compete quick. Sometimes when you're kind of thrown around a little bit in those weight classes, I mean it's kind of a necessary evil in the amateur ranks. You know, we're not quite there yet with all these competitors, but I think we're getting there. It certainly is proven in OSG that we have such a, a depth of class. It just depends on what show you go to, I guess.
1: Yeah. It's um, an iron podium and some other, the other companies that have like, you can actually see who signed up. That's been really fun too. Cause you can go yeah. find out, Oh, there's already four or five in that lightweight category. I can jump in and not get combined probably, you know?
0: Yeah. What's interesting about strong, strong men and women in particular, Hannah, and I think you would agree. We search the competition out. We're not looking for, yes. we're not looking to get a cheap medal at a show because I'm the only ones in my weight class. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I think there's a, I think there's a nature to it that we all kind of have that in common.
1: Anytime I, I tell my like parents, especially my father, I'm like, oh, I, I play seventh at Worlds. He's like, oh, how many? Seven people? And I was like, no. <laughs> it's always that. Right, or if right. I got first, like, oh, were you by yourself? I'm like, no. Like you have to, that's kind of a qualifier, I guess, a qualifier for Strong Woman shows is, do you have at least three in your class? <laughs> you yeah, no
0: I, it really is. But what do you think about this new sort of, um, I don't, it is kind of a rebirth of women, strong in the United States. You know, if we go back, you know, seven, eight, nine years ago, there, there were a couple, two or three really key competitors. And really the only time you've seen them together was competing at a, a really high level show. But now we're seeing this major upheaval of strong women across the country. I mean, really, I mean, it's a, it's a revolution right now. I mean, the it's amount of awesome. <laughs> quality, quality, quality competitors we have, what's your take on all that?
1: I'm super excited. It's gonna advance the sport. Like, there's a lot more women involved now. So, not only does that come with um, like more opportunity for other women to get involved, but more people seeing like, oh, like that person looks a lot like me. I could do this, you know. And it's not just the the three badass women that everyone's always known about that you can't level up to. Now you see like people coming off the street and doing it and doing really well. Like people yeah. you would think that look crazy jacked, you know, are, are still kicking butt. Um, that's what I'm really excited about is it's making it more for everybody. It's not just for the top elite girls anymore. Like you can jump in anywhere and still make a name for yourself.
0: Well, I think too, and and coming from a fan's perspective, I think there's a unique quality about strong women right now in the United States, because we're kind of seeing just the tip of the iceberg. So there's excitement almost at every turn. We're seeing these big numbers being broken. We're seeing these, I mean, we're seeing girls like, you know, under 62, like you, that are just, Holding up a circus dumbbell, that's twice your size almost. And I, that's one of my favorite pictures of you, by the way. <laughs> we're seeing these amazing feats of strength that for a long time in the men's side of things, we didn't see much change in that. But with women, it's exponential right now. It's almost like every other month, a record's being broken. Or I think Ina has hit like a 300 log in practice the other day, which
1: Oh, yeah. She's insane. Crazy. I'm excited. to. We're going to Beerstone that Gabe, one of our athletes, is putting on. And I'm so excited to watch her. She's insane overhead. It's yeah. insane.
0: Like, I never thought I'd see that number Hannah honestly I was talking about it last year on the podcast going yeah maybe we'll see a 300 log someday from a woman and maybe two or three years six months later we're seeing it already so yeah, it's kind of like to Nadia
1: start. too I think Nadia just locked out um like her her lean back press she just locked out 300 and it didn't look hard like, yeah
0: I think that's going to be a battle is she going there is when's Nadia going to be competing next you know
1: uh, I'm not. I know she, I believe, maybe Clash on the Coast for the, the records. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, if yeah. not that, then definitely World. I know that for yeah. sure. So. Well,
0: I, I think one of the things that we look for from a fan now is it, and, and women at your level, and uh, there's a plethora of them across, uh, obviously, the country, to get you guys in the same place to compete now, right? There's this anxiousness to watch these matchups take place, and it's difficult. I'm sure it's difficult for you. Is it hard navigating through kind of the contest? Of, of the seasons of the contest in the season now is it something that you really sit down and kind of look at and go okay what really makes sense to me or do you have certain shows that you say hey, listen I'm going to be there no matter what
1: yeah um I used to be really scared of competition like I would Instagram stalk all the girls oh, if yeah. they had a better deadlift I'm like no I don't want to go against them I'm scared um or if they had whatever better uh, but now I've just learned like there's always going to be someone good there. And yeah. if I'm not trying to chase that, I'm not going to get any better. Um, and a lot of the girls, like the 64 classes, um, pretty... Um, consistent it's like the same girls over and over again so yeah. i qualified for the clash though. up and it's going to be in may and i'm those same girls i'm probably going to be going against at worlds it's going to yeah. be the same same group you know rion yeah. Christine, shannon like it's going to be all of them again um and i'm excited like so i kind of get to see them again and, and be friends for a little bit crush it if I can and then see him again in November and redemption if needed.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's kind of nice. You run into them a couple of times. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just a great feeling. Like you, cause you know, in this sport, there's no guarantee of, of any finish on the podium because the events are, they can always be one off or at the same time you might fumble a stone and it could cost you. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. But it's I mean, nice I to zeroed, have that opportunity
0: to be compete against these people again is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, I zeroed, a, I zeroed the log at worlds, but crushed the yoke and um, the moving events so I, and that's what secured my spot. It wasn't because of my static strength by any means. It was because I can move. <laughs> well, that's a
0: real house for sure. I, I, watched your, I watched some of your training on Instagram and I mean, you're your dynamic. I mean, anybody climbs a rope faster than you, please raise your hand right now. I'd know, like to right?
1: that.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, and, but that dynamic, uh, you know, that athleticism that you have that you carried over and obviously you're working on your static strength all the time. I'm not, I'm not so sure that's even a real problem. Maybe just log pressing for you, huh? You said the overhead's kind of the most difficult.
1: Well, it's something when it gets to a certain number. So I'm pretty sketchy around 175 and up. And with the weight cut, I didn't know if I was going to get it or not. 175 actually would have been a PR for yeah. me at Worlds if I got it. Um, but especially, it's always one of those goofy things. After training, you get home, you dust the rust off, you get back into training, then you hit it. It's like, oh, where was this two weeks ago? Right, right. right. Like
0: <laughs> it never works in competition, does it? I know yeah, it's always like 10% less than your PR in the gym, you know, for whatever reason. Yeah. So, so that's one of your big things you're working on in 2022 now, right, is you're pressing or do you have any other kind of areas that you felt like coming out of last year, you, you weren't particularly happy with, or was that kind of it for you?
1: My my biggest thing is um, my deadlift off the floor. I'm great at an elevated height, like anything above off the floor, I excel in, uh, but my off the floor could use some work. So my coach and I are kind of going back to the drawing board and really going back um, to the basics. Like we're doing deficits and bands pulling from the front and um, just hammering it just to make sure that I'm, I'm prepared and uh, that I can pull a little bit better these days and then overhead all the time. Um, yeah, yeah my my log is is a little bit of a nemesis from time to time, but axle has always been very nice to me so that's because li- it's a little closer to a barbell. yeah um, that one's moving along just fine. but if I can get my log to get it together, <laughs> it'll be good.
0: Yeah, that log sometimes can be an enigma, right? Because when you're used to pressing a bar or clean and and pressing something, you know, especially coming from CrossFit, I mean, that movement's just down for you. I don't care how thick that bar is, but that log, it changes things up a little bit. There's more of a lean on that. I don't know. You guys use a 10-inch log, right? Is that kind of standard?
1: Um, We used a 12 at Worlds, um, and then the next, the the Clash um, contest is a 10-inch log. Yeah, what do you
0: prefer out of 10 and 12?
1: 12 actually I thought yeah. I was very scared of it at first but the clean on it is so much easier <laughs> for me um and the like the, the handles are relatively in the same spot so yeah. the press is just a little bit further out in front of you that's the only thing that I probably that's probably a little bit of my kryptonite I tend I tend to press away versus straight up
0: yeah um, so anything we'll that, to maybe lean a little bit more with that 12 is what you're saying yes
1: yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah that
0: surprises me actually especially with your stature you know that 12 just I don't I mean I'm glad that you like the 12 but it, I just picture that just really burying you but you like it so it yeah
1: it makes me look very small yeah
0: the way that circus dumbbell that was a great picture I might have to post that one for here but <laughs> yeah I mean it's hey, that's the great thing about the sport right I mean it's very few people other than maybe Nick Canby can't do everything perfectly right now but uh you know it it leaves the reckon that every time we come from a show there's always something we get from it to know we have to be a little bit better next time to compete at a higher level um yeah that's another reason to love the sport and we hope we get everybody else loving it how's the fan base out there in in uh, north texas oklahoma you guys uh, are really setting a fire out there in the strongman community
1: yeah, it's been really good. It's been really good. Um, now, we're, we're really good friends with the Texas Strongman court promoter, um, and we kind of bounce ideas back and forth, and then like hosting comps and stuff up here. It looks like we've got some pretty good interest. Um, unfortunately, all the, the state records have been lost or not been able to have been found. Um, so what I'm doing is, is my first comp is actually including three records that are up for grabs. So Pretty much if you compete and, and win your class, you're going to get a, a Texas, I mean, a, sorry, a, a Oklahoma record and hopefully a really cool like little bison head trophy. That's what we've been. Yeah. Kind of yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's always fun. Uh, right. Come and get the record. That'll start. Yeah. Every, like every kind of like, let's go. put us
1: back on the map. Let's like, let's do it right. Let's do it fun. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we have a lot of cool ideas coming up that we want to do. But this is only kind of the start for us to do it.
0: And When does um, that first show? What are you guys thinking about?
1: That's April sixteenth. That's coming up here pretty soon, actually. Um, pretty standard events. It's like a max axle clean and press that's available for a record. Standard deadlift that's available for a record, and then yoke for time, which is a, a record as well. We've yeah, got some yeah. funner events: the arm over arm sled, and then sandbags over bar because I like those a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, those seem to be really popular right now, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 they they are. I guess they are. I was given. I know. Ter-
1: I know. Terry talks about how much he loves them. I'm just kidding. He hates them. Um, Um, how much he hates sandbag over bar, but it's one of those events after, after a long day, at least it's not crazy heavy and most people can be able to do it. Um, But yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You can get yourself up for that one at the end of the day. (laughs) You're right. That's kind of like coasting through the event. You're like, okay, sandbags are coming up. I'm fine. Uh, That is funny. But yeah, I, I was making a point on my show a couple episodes ago that we want to see more squat and we want to see more tire. Right. And I don't, I don't know why tire's not around. I get a mixed bag on that nowadays. Like it hurts people, but I mean, doesn't everything hurt people? So, I mean, how do you feel about that? What are some events that you would like to do that? maybe? Oh,
1: man. Um, well, my favorite is Circus Dumbbell. So this, this is the, all the details aren't ironed out yet. But one of my clients uh, actually owns a circus, like yeah. a full on oh, circus. Really? OK, yeah. So her and I have been talking about she actually brings her circus through Lawton. Um, so we're going to use the circus tent one of the days, like a Saturday to host a strongman show in it.
0: Oh, wow. So okay. We're going to
1: do old school circus events it'll obviously be circus dumbbell maybe the steinborn squat um we were thinking about creating some type of wheel um those wine barrels to cover up the plates on a barbell so you would do like a oh, barrel spot but yeah. it would be very old school very fun um and actually, some of her employees that work for the circus would be helping with the show. So the Joker oh, would go around. Is a great
0: idea. Yeah, it's going to totally be really see, cool. I can see the pageantry of that coming together a little bit selling cotton candy and popcorn and all yes. that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: The whole nine, like making it like an actual city event versus just a local spectator event.
0: Oh, you know? wow. That is such a great idea. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, That's we're really, really show. excited.
0: Yeah, let's see that happen. I'll be. heart
1: it here first. No one steal my idea. <laughs>
0: no, no, we won't even focus, right? Yeah, everybody ignore this part. Yeah, I don't think anybody else has a friend in the circus business, honestly. So you're probably pretty golden there.
1: I got pretty lucky.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you did. I think they are a dying breed. Uh, you don't see them around too much. So what is your programming like, by the way? Uh, who's training you?
1: Uh, Sam Bellevue out of Canada. OK, um, um, she is fantastic. I've been with her almost uh, a year now, actually, I think. Um, so happy one year, if that's the case. Um, it's it's back and forth. Like there's some conjugate that's in there. There's some um, uh, dynamic power, strength, agility stuff that's in there. Um, but mostly like I, I kind of have like a big leg day on Monday, a, a back day on Tuesday, um, pressing Wednesday, rest Thursday, deadlift Friday and then strongman Saturday. is kind of how I play yeah, it out three
0: on one off two on one off kind of thing. Is that what it is? Yeah. Means? Okay. Yeah.
1: Just trying to get some recovery in before the, the heavier part of the, the week. Um, but I always love Mondays cause it's always heavy. It's always a squat of some sort. Um, and it's, it's a fun day. Um, the chain yoke has been a new addition to my training, um, for just more stability muscles yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So that's been really fun. Um, it's a uh, strong man, you always need some help setting stuff up. So that's been a good one.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got enough people you train with or do you generally train by yourself?
1: Um, mostly trained by myself, but if in our gym, we actually have a gym up here too in Lawton. Um it's a that's where we host the Depth for Honor open. Okay. Is yep. that gym? I've seen pictures, um, yeah. Yeah, so we have uh, quite a bit of strongman community, a decent strongman community there. But it's honestly mostly Jared helping me out um, with loading stuff or um, grabbing one of our friends to come help spot or something like that. But um, for the most part, him and I work work out together um, for the things that I need help with. But Other than that, I kind of just keep to myself as much as I can. Yeah. Um, You can imagine I'm a talker. So if I get into talking, it'll be, oh, my God, it's been 20 minutes since I did my last set. I probably should. A picture
0: picture says a thousand words. I see how much fun you're having all the time. uh, So yeah. so do you so you use your are you more of a um uh conventional, uh I guess you not a conventional, wrong word, more of a gym equipment gal leading up to sort of what you're working on specifically. I know there's a couple different camps with that right now where you know most of the training for some people comes strictly off gym lifts and they transfer those over to implement training uh for a specific competition, or do you find yourself training on implements regardless just to sort of you know, are, are these more prominent in your workout or less, I guess is what I'm asking.
1: Yeah. More of them. Um, so like when I'm not like signed up for a contest or getting ready for one, it's, it's kind of like back to like off season, like we're using regular barbells and then I'll get my strongman day, you know, like yeah. my Saturday, I'll get to play with implements uh, but now we have implements jumping back into the program through the week, like Axle for pressing or Log for pressing, um, still conventional like deadlift bar like and stuff, and we'll switch it out for Axle just back and forth. Gotcha. Um, but most most of my Strongman implements are on the weekend still, okay. uh, and I, do, I, I like it that way. I can kind of work on my static strength and then have my fun, fun stuff towards the weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's probably a majority of people still do it that way. I've just talked to a few that kind of – Maybe are overthinking it, but you know what works for some people may not work for other people. I guess you know, uh, for me, i am yeah, kind and I've rich.
1: asked him. Yeah, I've asked her before. I'm like, oh, why is this? Why is that? And she's like, oh, to protect your rest or to save them, so you don't have to worry about hammering them every single time. Yeah, because I'm in a 13 esque week prep. That's a long time uh, yeah. to be doing the same things over and over again. So yeah,
0: it is. It is for sure, especially in this sport. What What about your your are you are you generally dropping weight to come into a show at under 62, or are you kind of already yeah. dancing around it? Okay.
1: Yeah, so um I usually stay around like 150 to 155 or so. Yeah. Um, after worlds I had a ton of fun eating and drinking everything I wanted. Sure. You're um, a strong woman. And, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we actually we went to Disney afterwards. So we like ate and drank our way through it. Um, which was really that's that's a lot of fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I'm already I'm already dialed back in, get my weight back down, so I don't have to cut a bunch. Yeah, uh, because cutting weight's never really that fun. No, it Uh, doesn't work all the time. Yeah, yeah. And and I'd rather stay closer and and more competitive as I can and only do like a five to six pound cut if possible. Yeah,
0: yeah, that seems reasonable. Something you can easily get done in three or four days if you wanted to. So exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, what so your contest, uh just to be clear, your contest um schedule for 2023. Or what we're 2022, what am talking about? Um is uh, you're going to Clash. Yep. And then so that's first on your list, right?
1: First that's on my list. Pretty quick. Mm-hmm. What is that?
0: That's the last week of April, isn't it?
1: Um, middle of May, May 14th.
0: Oh, okay. What am I thinking of? Clash on the Coast?
1: Clash on the Coast is April 23rd. Okay,
0: that's what I'm thinking. What's the clash you're thinking of?
1: Um, the clash of the 64s. So we're all competing. That's right. I kept
0: forgetting. That's right. (laughs) Anthony's got this stuff all over the place now. It's hard to make any sense of it. (laughs) I'm kidding. I love Anthony. He knows that. So, okay. And where's that show going to be?
1: That's in Plano, Texas at Metroflex. It's actually the very first place I competed in strongman for the first time. So it's kind of the
0: perfect stage for you then, isn't it? I
1: know. I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That is so fun to have it right in your backyard like that. And that should be a pretty big show. Who are some of the strong women in, uh, I guess, in the sport in general, Hannah, that that you uh, befriended and and found yourself uh, sort of, you know, walking the same path with, I know there's some, there's some, you know, a lot of these different camps out there, but you have a collective that you kind of talk with and bounce ideas off of.
1: Yeah. um, And some compete there and some, some don't, but they're all in the same class. Um, Like just off the top of my head, like I've really befriended like Jillian Funk. She's awesome. She's been very, very supportive, very sweet. Um, Kim Scott out of Colorado. She's, and she's been a longtime depth supporter too. So um, I've actually gotten to work out with her before in, our, in Colorado, before Worlds and stuff, before we ever got to the world stage. Um, I've known Christine Matthews, I met her at the Ronnie for the first time when I was still a very baby strong woman um, and she kicked my butt. <laughs> um, but then like actually getting to meet like Rion and Chloe and all of them at worlds, like they are just really nice people. Um, now she's not in my weight class, but I don't know if you've had the opportunity to meet or talk to Annabelle Chapman. She's no. one of the nicest yeah. people of all time. Like she's so sweet. That's um, what I keep
0: hearing. We talked to Ria about, I guess, eight months ago and she told, she said this and she predicted it on her, when we talked to her in the interview, she says, there's a girl over here right now. That's going to blow the doors off the strong woman community. Oh yeah. And isn't she doing it? And I keep hearing great things about her personality. So that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I, one of my favorite parts of worlds was we were warming up for stones. She like picked up, I forgot what the weight was. It's, I think it was in KG and I, I didn't have my calculator, yeah, right. um, <laughs> but she picked it up. She goes, oh, that's heavy. Uh, I'm good on that right now. <laughs> just yeah. like walked away. Yeah, <laughs> it was <but> awesome.
0: <laughs> I've heard I've heard great things about her. I mean, she, her name is just kind of like synonymous with just having a lot of fun right now. Which yeah, is, which yeah. we all are. But uh, do you keep uh, do you keep track of that UK scene over there? You know, I'm a big fan of that scene over there. There's some pretty impressive women.
1: Yeah, yeah. actually, like that's where I kind of fangirl over a lot of those girls. Like Chloe Brennan was a, a really fun person to meet. I've watched her stuff for like the past two years. And I was like, man, if I can get, okay, she's, she's smaller. She stays lean. If she can do it, I can get there. (laughs) Like, you know, kind of thing. She's one of those that like, I mean, I see her doing it. I can do it. You know, she's um, and this is nothing to discredit Chloe at all, but she's not like this crazy jacked, like intimidating girl. You know, she just kicks your butt with a smile on her, on her face. Like, just yeah.
0: So she's one, of, she's one of the women you pattern your game after a little bit, then as yeah,
1: well. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen something like her on the, the karaoke at Worlds. That was insane. Yeah. Like, just no hesitation, just super fast, super confident. Um, and but then a joy to be around outside of that. You know, she didn't really have like the competition, um, like what is like that alter ego that kind of like don't stay in your lane, don't blinders yeah. on, don't talk to anyone. She was super helpful, super talkative. Well, yeah super nice. Um, so I, I really enjoyed spending a little bit of time with her. Yeah. You get two
0: different kinds of competitors, don't you? You get those ones that really, and you got to respect it they're in yeah, their lane, their and you get the yeah, other yeah. ones that that's kind of how they relax at a show they don't mind chatting and talking a little bit and getting to know people and
1: yeah uh, I was just proud of myself for not crying the whole weekend I did really good
0: <laughs> hey no tears that's a win right yeah absolutely especially I've after you on that damn log are you kidding me I'm, I'm oh sorry. my gosh
1: like yeah I was like well, darn
0: <laughs> uh, well you moved on in seventh place I mean you certainly made up some distance I mean it's it helped with having a big class like that of course mm-hmm. right because you can make up some distance real quick and I guess that's why we always cheer on a bigger stronger woman or strong man class in every show because these variables and these little intangibles, boy they can they can change everything like in one event every day
1: yeah day yeah. one was I was like kind of like eh. I was like right outside of 10th place and then day two I was like oh okay like this yeah, game like. yeah.
0: <laughs> that is so exciting man at, at, at your first world to be able to take seventh place like that and you're right you're in a monster class I mean you're looking up at some icons really some people that yeah I've just done amazing things, but that's got to be such a huge motivator for you in your training. Um, I'm guessing between depth and your training, I mean, you're just inundated in this community 24-7.
1: Yeah. And it's fu- kind of funny. Most people think like I either work for the brand or just like work at the gym or something. Yeah. I was like, I have a full-time job. Like, you do? What is your yeah. full-time
0: job? You might be asking?
1: So I'm actually a new business manager for a franchise. I help people open their first business or first salon. Oh, nice. um, yeah. yeah. So I I get them from like they sign their agreement to buy a franchise, and I help them find their location, real estate, construction, staffing, marketing, and then I actually fly out there and open them up and teach really? them how to run the business. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: That's
1: that's my normal. That's why I travel so much for um, excuse me at different gyms all the time. is because it's for work. Um, okay. Okay. Something. Yeah. So I'll have to find a gym to drop into and train at.
0: I have noticed that I thought, wow, that's interesting. You are at a lot of different places, but you know, I guess that's nice when we have jobs outside of this stuff too. Right. Because it kind of resets us and makes us appreciate a little bit. The fact that it's training day, I'm not on the road anymore. I can get back to my routine. Yes. Uh, You know, I think it makes me, yeah
1: keeps okay. me sane on the road too. When I am gone, I do find a gym. At least I have something till like I kind of break up the day and not just sit in a hotel room for four or five days straight bored. You know? Well, and
0: guessing by your personality, it probably keeps you probably in check with your training too, because you're not overdoing <laughs> it, you know? So yeah, that's, uh, that's really cool. How about your diet and stuff? Do you pay much mind to that or not really? Cause your body, you know, you, you generally find yourself five or six pounds at a general sort of uh, consumption.
1: Well, um, right now, Sam's doing my nutrition, my coach. Um, so we're, we're doing like kind of carb cycling. So my training days are certain numbers, man days are certain numbers and off days are sad. Okay. Um, <laughs> but right. Yeah, right. Other, other than that though, it's, um, She's really good about that. I do, we do like weekly check ins as long as I remember to put it on the spreadsheet kind of deal. And we're just kind of monitoring as we go. Um, but nothing too crazy, just the simple. I mean, it's chicken, rice, broccoli, repeat. I always, though, always have a, a bagel and a protein shake before I work out is like my ritual. Yeah. It's yeah, either like yeah. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or a cinnamon raisin bagel. It's like either, either or.
0: Making me hungry. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it's, I, I, you don't have any, you're, you're pretty short, right, Hannah? How tall are you?
1: I'm five five. I was five six before I trained yoga. a lot. I guess
0: you just trained with a lot of really tall people. I wouldn't have guessed you at five five. Yeah. Um, so you really have an opportunity if you wanted to to bump a weight class. Is that ever something you considered?
1: Yeah. Um, so we were gonna kind of see how this year goes. Um, and then maybe even 2023. Um, but that 73 class seems pretty appetizing for worlds. Um now there's some stellar girls in there. So sure. I think it,
0: was, I think it's a
1: dragon's down any anyone you go to now, but yeah. 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 Um, for, for me, that would be a, a, the next step up. If I were to do it, yeah. I would have to really grow into a middle, a true middleweight class. That's though. a
0: commitment. Yeah. That would be a commitment for sure, because you're right. You want to put on that, that muscle, but there's hey, that's, that's a pretty nice uh, thing to be able to think about though. I mean, cause definitely at five, five, you're in your stature and you're already pretty athletic or pretty. I mean, you're very athletic. Yeah. Muscle gain is not out of the question.
1: Yeah. Um and it's funny to be one of the taller girls, even though I think I'm short. You know, I mean you were short.
0: You you do hang out with some pretty tall people. I thought you were like five one or something. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Well, my boyfriend's part Samoan, so he's pretty tall. Um, Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then one of one of the guys at our gym, his name's uh, Jared Bratcher, another Jared, he's massive. So anytime he spots me, he makes me look like I'm four foot tall. Yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) That's what it is then. You're getting all these people around you that are way. I
1: have a lot of tall spotters. Yeah,
0: it sounds like it. It sounds like it. So, okay. Well, Hey, Hannah, I, you know, I appreciate our chat here today. And, uh, again, I'm, I'm grateful to have you on. You definitely represent, you know, this flamboyant sort of fun, uh, really sort of, uh, eclectic bunch of great strong women. We have, you represent well, and I love watching you all the time because you just have this energy about you. That's infectious, but, uh, I, I think it's great in what you're doing. And, um, so thanks for coming on the gym Lake podcast today. You got anything to add?
1: Um, no, just thanks for having me. I'm super excited, um, for the year and then what's up, what's coming up next, but that's, that's all I got.
0: Hey, well, I, I appreciate it. I'm going to get this out today and, uh, I'm sure everybody's going to appreciate everything you had to say. And, uh, thanks again, Jim uh, like podcast. stay strong.